Now, Asia First on CNA 938. We begin with uh, the 60th anniversary of the Singapore Cancer Society. That's right. Over the weekend, the uh, Singapore Cancer Society held an event bringing together cancer survivors, beneficiaries, healthcare partners and the community as well as part of its anniversary celebrations. Uh, initiatives were announced at the event and it was graced by Health Minister Ong Yi Kang. Uh, one of the announcements was that there will be two rehabilitation centres, one in the National Cancer Centre Singapore building and the other one will be serving patients in the West at the National University Cancer Institute Singapore. Mm, it says it will be targeting youths and students as part of efforts to raise awareness about the the disease. We take a closer look now at what the SCS says doing to support those with cancer here. Joining us now is Albert Ching. He is the CEO of the Singapore Cancer Society. Good morning, Albert. Thank you so much for joining us. Morning. Thanks for having me. It's our pleasure. Now, uh, let's start with the announcements made by Health Minister Ong Yi Kang. He did assure that the government will try and make cell and, cell and gene therapy for treating cancer available to everyone who needs it. What does this look like in the long and short term as we look to democratise access to such therapy? Well, I, I think the ministry is still uh, working out the details uh, on this, and this is going to be a long journey uh, that we're going to help support the cancer community. So let's uh, await more news from the Ministry of Health. All right. Now, one of the major thrusts in the the strategy, if you will, the broad strategy to help better support cancer patients here in Singapore is preventative Um especially in an upstream manner. Tell us more about what's being done to help people who don't yet have cancer, perhaps even mi minimize their risk and perhaps even avoid getting cancer altogether. Uh, thank you. So, so as you have shared, uh, on the occasion of Singapore Cancer Society's 60th anniversary, we're definitely ramping up our efforts to support the cancer community against the backdrop of an increasing cancer incident globally. So part of our effort is really to intensify our cancer control and prevention work. Uh, we will be launching, uh, uh, come April, we'll be launching a year-long live in Lavender Roadshows at the Heartlands with the purpose of empowering Singaporeans uh, with cancer knowledge, getting them to take charge of personal health and increase cancer screening uptake. So, of course, this exhibition also allows patients, uh, participants to undergo the experience of how SCS journey with the cancer community, all the way from cancer prevention, control work, cancer care and support, and if needed, end-of-life care. So definitely, uh, uh, we believe that uh, early detection, early treatment save lives. So definitely, we'll be going out to work with the community to see how we can increase the cancer screening uptake. Yeah, th these are all very laudable efforts, Albert, and I, I'm looking forward to uh, what the Singapore Cancer Society will be rolling out. I wanted to touch upon uh, specifically the uptake in screenings you mentioned. What are some of the preventive screenings that individuals should go for and when should we start going for them? Because I've met people who've had cancer that don't necessarily have uh, the hereditary cancer gene. So it's also, you know, it's, it's a bit befuddling for people People who don't expect to get cancer uh, and preventive screening is, is, is a great way for us to determine what we can and should do in order to mitigate any you know, further disease from happening to us. Sure. Thanks. So currently, they are screening for three cancers uh, that are 
recommended for general population screening. So at the Singapore Cancer Society Cancer Screening Clinic at Bishan, we provide a mammogram for breast cancer, pet smell HPV testing for cervical cancer, and fecal immunochemical tests, FIT in short for corrector cancer, all these without charge. So for mammogram breast cancer, the recommendation is that once a year, if one is aged 40 to 49 years old, and once every two years, if they are 50 and above. For Pesmil, women who are 25 years old and above and have uh, had sex should go for cervical cancer screening if one is between 25 to 29. Uh, your Pesmil will be once in every three years. And if you are 30 and above, Pesmil should be one in every five years. So for fit kid, age 50 and above, and do not have symptoms of corrected cancer, it is recommended that one do a fit test once a year. So all these uh, are services that SCS provide to the community at large. Oh, that's wonderful. And you'll be making sure that you roll out the, you raise the awareness that of the availability of these screenings. I did not know that they were totally free of charge. Uh, yes. In fact, as part of the uh, National Initiative for Healthy SG, once uh, Singaporeans en enrolled uh, into Healthy SG will also be extended uh, free for all. So we will be working very closely uh, with the government through the uh, regional healthcare system to try to create greater awareness to ultimately to really increase cancer screening uptake. Mm. Well, that's excellent news, Albert. Why these three specific types of cancer, though, that you're focusing on? Uh, to, to summarize once again, or to recap the mammogram, the pap smear and the fecal occult test, why specifically these three? Well, uh, based on uh, studies, these are the three that uh, has a uh, what they call it, good outcomes in terms of uh, testing. So uh, these are the three key recommended population screening that that's, that's uh, relevant for now. Right. Are there plans? Mm. goes along, there'll be more and more screening coming forward. Ah, okay. Yes, that, that was what I was going to ask. So that's good news that, that <laughs> the repertoire will be widened as well. That's uh, definitely. And of course, earlier on, we also shared about the fact that uh, for genetic screening, we are working closely with the National uh, Cancer Centre uh, to bring uh, to to partner them to run this program to really support uh, those who are financially challenged, especially. Mm. All right, that's also going to be very welcome news indeed for a segment of our population. Um, the rehabilitation centers. Now, let's talk a little bit about those. Uh, what are the objectives of your new rehab centers, and why the need for them at this point in time? Okay, right. Well, cancer and its treatments often cause a, a, a physical mobility, cognitive issues. And these issues can really make it harder for individuals to do daily activities, uh, including return to work or even continuing cancer treatment sometimes. Now, these issues do have a lasting effect on their health and uh, overall quality of life. So cancer rehabilitation can help deals with this issue, which is why uh, it is SCS' uh, commitment to try to make cancer rehab as part of the whole continuum of cancer care uh, by making it accessible. So that's why early on you all shared also that uh, we have initiative to move uh, cancer rehab centres more accessible by working closely with the two national cancer centres in Singapore, National Cancer Centre Singapore as well as the National University Cancer Institute. Mm. And on top of that, we are also working very closely with uh, Sports SG by making uh, some of the selected active SG gym accessible for cancer patients so that even after treatment, uh, 
they can continue to remain active uh, by by engaging in uh, healthy uh, living activities uh, through the active exchange. Active, uh, active SD gyms. Mm, that's really encouraging. Uh, just out of curiosity, Albert, uh, where would these rehab, new rehab centres be located? Will they tend to be within uh, more residential areas, for example? Well, currently we, we are having two, both at the two national cancer centres mm-hmm. and really try to capture as many of the cancer patients as possible. And separately, uh, uh, at the community front, uh, we will also be looking into uh, centres as well. So for one, uh, we'll be looking at Bishan, uh, making it available at the Heartlands. Mm-hmm. And of course, as I shared earlier, selected active SG gyms will also be working in collaboration with us to make it uh, accessible. Mm. I think most of us are familiar with the concept of rehabilitation in a more general sense, but what kinds of cancer-specific types of rehab would these centres offer? Well, there, there are many uh, uh, issues uh, that different cancer patients do face. Uh, for one, as I shared, uh, cognitive, cognitive uh, issues, uh, fatigue, or for, 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 for breast cancer patients, lymphedema, uh, some of the deconditioning and pain issues that we deal with. Very specific, targeted, and uh, what you call personalized programs that we will be curating for the patients. Uh, once they come to us, our Rehab physicians and uh, therapists will be looking into their, their issues and, and design uh, specific programs that are holistic and integrated. Mm. Now, um, we want to also talk about the issue of finances when it comes to cancer treatments. Uh, we know that cancer treatments can be a long and arduous journey, uh, both emotionally, physically, as well as financially for some people, for some segments of the population. So how would all of these new initiatives, you know, from the new uh, rehab centres, the preventive screenings and uh, uh, you know, identifying the uh, upstream efforts. How do all of these address the financial concerns surrounding cancer treatment and rehabilitation, Albert? Yes. Uh, so, SCS strives to journey with our cancer patients at every stage of their cancer journey. So, the society actually provides a whole range of uh, assistance schemes to elevate the uh, financial burdens of, of, of the cancer journey, so to speak. Right, so so we do have a series of uh, uh, schemes such as our cancer treatment fund uh, for those who have uh, challenges in funding their cancer treatment. We also have the cancer care fund for newly diagnosed cancer patients, and also practical services uh, as well shared home hospitalization, transport, rehab services, uh, and even. Uh, support groups and, and all those to try to support cancer patients uh, throughout the entire journey. And separately, uh, 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 we're also having funds to, to try to subsidize uh, patients who are unable to afford some of these services that we provide. Receiving a cancer diagnosis is devastating news. Um, and going through the, the months of therapy as well is also going to be extremely um, trying to anyone undergoing that experience and the family members as well. It's going to take toll, very understandably, on a person's mental and emotional health. What's being done to address these concerns, the mental health aspect of the cancer treatment journey, especially since, you know, recently in Parliament as well, there's been rather prominent discussions on advancing mental health support to Singaporeans. How's that looking like on the cancer support front? 
Well, definitely we do recognize that uh, cancer patients, not just cancer patients, their family members who undergo tremendous uh, emotional uh, uh, issue uh, as they uh, cope with cancer. So we do have a team of uh, social workers. They are trained uh, to work with uh, cancer patients and their families. Uh, we also run cancer support groups that promotes peer-to-peer uh, -peer supports uh, for cancer patients and their family as well. Uh, separately, we also have what you call the uh, SCS patient ambassadors, who they themselves are cancer survivors. We train them and equip them uh, uh, with resources to journey with newly diagnosed cancer patients. So we try to provide as comprehensive a support as we can uh, to journey with every cancer patient in Singapore. That's fantastic news. Uh, just to uh, reiterate again, the preventive screenings and all the other activities that you'll be ramping up, uh, what kind of schedule are we looking at uh, in the near future, perhaps? Uh, any dates that we should look out for? Well, the, the, the roadshows that we are launching will be in April this year. Mm -hmm. uh, really try to reach out to as many Singaporeans as possible through the heartlands. Whereas for all the screening programs, it's an ongoing thing that we have been doing. And of course, as I said, uh, we'll be ramping up our partnerships uh, with the GP clinics as well as the uh, regional healthcare system to try to create greater awareness, increase uptakes, and even uh, uh, working very closely with the GPs to try to uh, help support uh, the cancer screening component. Mm. So do, do stay tuned uh, uh, as we make more announcements uh, throughout the year uh, in terms of how we can uh, do more and by serving more and serving better. Absolutely. And we will be here standing by to help you deliver that message as well. Albert, thank you very much. And congratulations to the Singapore Cancer Society for attaining that milestone of 60 years. Uh, here's to counting more years ahead and all the good work that you continue to do. Thank you. So thank you so much for all the good work you're doing too in supporting our effort in the collective fight against cancer. It thank is you. absolutely our pleasure, Albert. That is Albert Ching. He is the CEO of the Singapore Cancer Society. 